Hey everybody, welcome back to Dan Likes Games. My name's Dan and I like games. And joining me today is uh, a good friend of mine and someone else who also likes games, Ben. Welcome to the show, Ben. Hello, good to be here. Good to be here. Yeah, it is very good to have you here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't actually listened to your other episodes yet. I'll get there eventually, <laughs> though. Um, that, that's okay, that's okay. I mean... I, I kind of just jumped this on everybody. I didn't warn anybody I was starting a, another yeah, podcast. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. I've been listening to a lot of your other podcasts that you're a part of lately, though. The Up and Go with Muffins one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have been on Up and Go with Muffins. Yeah. Just once, haven't I? Yeah, just just the one. Well, no, it was two. You came on. You came one on and a half for a mini episode. Yeah, where that's both right. times you came on, we were talking about board games. So that's very. Uh, very yeah. in theme to this podcast. <laughs> yep. Well, both both times that you were there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just very quickly, what what would you say is your favourite board game? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, well, you can, I, you can give me a, you can give me a top three. Yeah, if, yeah. If, uh, if you don't have a favourite, that might be that might be easier. Um. I think I said this on the Up and Go with Muffins one, so it might not have changed a lot since then, so <laughs> shout out to you if you've listened to that as well, you might might remember. Um, but I really enjoyed um, Explorers of the North Sea when I played that, mm. and um, similar mechanics to that one, I played Carcassonne the other day, really, really enjoyed that as well. Yeah, I, um, I'll just cut you off there, I, I talked about that, I believe, um, in the episode before this one um that like because carcassonne's an older game i think early 2000s if not oh, late yeah. 1990s yeah um but it was the first time i'd played it in person and i really enjoyed it like yeah for an older no. game it was it was good i really yeah i really liked it yeah it was a lot of fun um had that uh mechanic of as you go the world gets bigger and mm. you explore and yeah. put out more tiles which i really enjoy that i really enjoy the the part of having to figure out the best place to put stuff and building the world to your advantage and yeah I, I think that's a really cool mechanic but other than um, big games like that I think Dice Masters the, the, which mm. is a game that you and I like to play um, solo with each other that we collect bits of, it's a bit of a collectible um, mm -hmm. dice building as opposed to deck building game um, that one's really fun um, and just some little two-player games that you and I play a lot have to be yeah. some of my faves. Yeah, and, and that, that is a brilliant segue into the first game that I want to talk about today that is uh, coming out soon, or, or it's either come out, I'm not entirely sure, mm -hmm. but it's called Ashes Reborn Rise of the Phoenixborn. Mm -hmm. So this is actually a second edition to a game. Uh, the original game was just called Ashes Rise of the Phoenixborn. Mm -hmm. And so this is the same game, but they've just re-released it and um, updated some of the mechanics, uh, similar to what they did to X-Wing. You know, they brought X-Wing 2.0 out. And so, you know, the the basics of how the game worked was still the same, but it had, uh, you know, new ships, new characters, uh, slightly changed mechanics so that it worked a little bit better. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I see. Yeah, and so this is the same thing. They've, they've just they're re-releasing um, 
essentially re-releasing the original game because they stopped making it ages ago. Yeah. And um, I remember when the first game came out and I thought it looked quite cool. But A, at the time, I was a poor kid that didn't have a job and no money. So <laughs> I didn't have time to or money to get into a collectible uh, game. Yeah, yeah. And secondly, at the time, uh, you, who who is now my main uh, one-on-one gaming partner, like you said, we played Dice Masters, you know, Force of Will, that sort of stuff. Uh, at the time, you lived in Waikanae, so... Um, oh, way back then. Yeah, okay. We didn't we didn't really have the option to be able to play these, um, you know, these type of games together. No, so, um, and we probably would have wouldn't have considered it either because no, I wasn't big no. into board games back then. No, no, not yeah, and and I mean, I didn't buy two player games back then because more often yeah. than not, if even when you would come around, you would bring your sibling. Well, your your siblings would be with you, you know, or yeah. my sibling would be with me. Yeah, and um, so the the chances of us playing two player games were little to none back then. Yeah, yeah. But they're yeah, so they're rebringing it out. I think it looks quite cool. I I love the art style. Um, just some of the character art that they've got out looks really cool. Yeah, it um, does look pretty cool actually. Yeah, the colors and everything. It 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 really like it just stands out as a really nice flashy looking game. Yeah, yeah. Um. I'll be completely honest, I'm not unsure at all how it works, other than it's a dueling game similar to like Magic the Gathering or something like that. Yeah. If anyone Wait. is interested in that, it does look like there is a how-to-play video out on it. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a Watch It Played has a how-to-play video. Um, yeah, yeah. And also, if, if you're listening to this and you have the original game... Um, they are selling kind of converter sets, so you can just buy these sets that will just change out some of the cards that they've deleted or, um, you know, updates your rules and stuff, so you don't have to buy from scratch all over again. Ah, that's interesting. That's a good idea, actually. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. X-Wing, X-Wing did the same thing. Um, you could ah, say yeah. that if you or Like, if you already had the old Millennium Falcon, you could just buy the Scums and Villainy uh, conversion set, and it would just switch out all the cards and everything so that you don't have to buy the ship all over again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, it is a clever idea because otherwise, you know, it's, it's kind of, if they've got this big player base of people that enjoy the game, um, and then they go, you know what, screw that, we're going to restart, it's kind of <laughs> a bit of a, a, bit of a um, bully move to do. Yeah, but yeah, it looks cool. Um, yeah, I just I just thought it was interesting, and I thought since since uh, you're coming on the show and and we do enjoy playing one on one games, I thought I'd talk about it. And chances of me ever buying this is is slim probably at the moment, but yeah, looks cool. Yeah, is it um US made or? Yes, I believe yeah. uh, Plat Hat Games is in the US or the UK. One of those two. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll be about that... 70 bucks or a little bit more if it's in pounds then. Yes. It's a pre-order. Yeah, so, so it's... it's. I think it's US. I'm going to guess it's US. And yeah. So it's 50 US dollars 
Well, it's in dollars, so it can't be UK because it wouldn't be pound. That's true. Pound. That's true. It does have a dollar sign, not a pound <laughs> symbol. So, so I'd say 50, it's American. For, for like the, the, what do they call it? They don't call it a starter set. Master set. For the master set, um, it's 50 US dollars. So yeah, about 70, 80 um, I just, I just converted it. It's, it's 70 bucks. Oh, 70 dollars? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not too bad, but then you would have to pay shipping and all that as well. Yeah, and, um, yeah. But yeah, it looks neat. And the second game that I wanted to talk about is very similar, same company, and it's also a dueling one-on-one game. And it's also an old game that they stopped making and they have decided to uh, redo it, make a 2.0. And that oh, is yep. Summoner Wars. Yep. Now this one, I haven't played the physical version, but there used to be a app a free app on the App Store. I'm, in fact, I'm not sure if it's still around or not. Um, but how it works is you've got this this grid in front of you, and it's a collectible card game like Magic or Dice Masters or whatever, but the deck that you have is full of creatures and um, walls and weapons and stuff, and you play your creatures down on this map and you move them around um, and fight each other that way. Ah, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and and so uh, I I remember enjoying it, but I didn't want to spend money on it. And the free app only had like two factions. I think it had the basic orc faction and the basic human faction. Right. Um. So it got it got. I mean, the fun part of a collectible game is collecting it, right? Hmm. You know, and so um. When there's not a lot to collect, it's yeah. not very fun. <laughs> you can you can kind of get bored of it quite quickly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is just another game that they stopped making and they're refurbishing. Similar price, fifty dollars for the master set, which sets you up with six factions, um, all the tokens, dice, map, and everything. Um, and a cool thing that that if if I was just full of excess money, I think I would I would probably get involved in these type of things. Is they do what are called subscriptions. Hmm. So similar to how like you know you can subscribe I mean to a podcast or you can subscribe to Disney Plus or something you can buy a subscription uh which you just pay I don't know each month or each year or whatever and essentially anytime anything new for that game comes out you just instantly get sent it. Ah. And so you 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 automatically just get the newest thing for that game when it comes yeah. out. So a new, new expansion comes out, boom, it arrives in your mailbox, you know. Yeah, uh, just yeah. a small booster pack comes out, you get that too. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a cool concept. And, and like I said, if I was really into a game that did it and, and you know, had the income to be able to, to just throw that way, I would definitely subscribe to games like this. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a that's a really interesting idea actually having the subscription based thing because it, it it's really good marketing actually because if mm, mm. uh it's probably also be good for like publicity because then people would go oh I just got the new box from my subscription thing and blah 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 I want to show it off this is how it plays and mm. then uh they don't have to spend money and and um physically j- send it to people to try rather um because I guess all the people who like the game would already be subscribed to it, yeah, whether yeah, they yeah. Um, are famous or not. Um, and so those who are famous and have a bit of influence would probably show it off anyway as soon as they got it. 
Yeah, and it would mean people. It would also mean for those that um, maybe don't go to their friendly local game store or don't shop online very often. You know, if they happen to stumble across this once, you know, really like it, they can then subscribe and they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, they won't miss a a new release or anything, and which means the company Platac Games is just going to constantly getting that uh, income, and people yeah. are going to be constantly getting their games yeah it does however summon awards does look like it's coming out with a new online game oh summon awards online uh will feature a free rotating faction per month this will be a great way for players to try out the game and a way for subscribers to play with friends who have yet to discover the joy of summon awards so actually that's that sounds um that sounds pretty cool i might have to check that out give it a go um because mm-hmm. like i said i do remember enjoying the app um i just i just wasn't much i could do with it after you'd kind of played it a few times yeah so looks... yeah so... oh sorry yeah, um i was just gonna say on the, on the note of that um online summoner wars online there it does look like there is a demo that you can download but it is still in alpha stages and it looks like there is a single player or multiplayer option you can download huh. and try out if you would like. Neat. So all of these will be in the uh, links in the description, um, and uh, I'll probably I'll post about it on my Instagram too. Um, and yeah, but those are just two quote-unquote new games coming out from Plaid Hat Games that uh, piqued my interest uh, this week. And yeah. other than that, a bit of news that I have. So, Ben, do you yes. know the company Asmodee? I do know the company Asmodee. So, do, do you know how, like, prolific they are in the way that they buy other board game companies? Um, I can imagine that that would be something that they would do. Yeah. So, yeah, so Asmodee... If you can think of a big board game company, there's a chance that Asmodee probably owns them. Yeah. Uh, to, to name off a few, Catan Studios, who make Catan, obviously. Um, Fantasy Flight, they make you know most of the Star Wars games. Um, X-Wing, Imperial Assault, that sort of thing. Um, Days of Wonder, make Ticket to Ride. Uh, Memoir 44, other games like that. Repost Production makes Seven Wonders, Libelude, you know, Dixit, Dice Forge. They, in fact, uh, uh, Asmodee recently just sold Plaid Hat Games back to the original um, owner, but before that they did own them. Z-Man Games, Space Cowboys, Lookout Games, etc., etc., the list goes on. They have a large amount of big companies that they own. And so... Yeah. I mean, whether you consider it news or not, uh, listener, um, it is still news when when they buy someone new. So recently, uh, uh, Day have just bought Plan B Games. Now, Plan B Games are the people that make games such as Great Western Trail, which I talked about in the first episode, um, Azul, uh, Century Spice Road, and the rest of that series and games such as that. I'm not sure whether you would have played any of their games, Ben. Um, what, Asmodee's, or...? 
No, it's uh, Plan B games. Plan B. I'll send, I'll send I'll send you a link just now to the games um, that they have published. Yeah. But just looking down the list, as far as I'm aware, you haven't played any of them. I know your dad has because he posted about Century Golem Edition. Right. On his Instagram. Yeah, he plays and with a few different people that I do than than I yeah. do. <laughs> I yeah, myself uh, also I haven't actually played any Plan B games. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them interest me. Uh, Century, the Century series, I think looks quite cool. Yeah. Um, Great Western Trail, I have interest in, particularly a new edition that's coming out later in, uh, I think, two years from now. Yeah. Anyway, they're 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 at the moment. They're kind of they're not necessarily a big um, board game company, but they're definitely growing bigger. Um, from the from the release of of the Century series, Century Spice Road, Eastern Wonders, and um, whatever the third one was called. Yeah. Um, they they started to become a quite a big popular company. And as happens when a company starts to get a lot of notice from other people, um, Asmodee thinks, you know what, I would like to buy that company. Yeah, like we'll we'll take that. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. For, for those that aren't um, that into like uh, aren't that aware of board game news and and other stuff, uh, you can think of Asmodee as the board game version of Disney, essentially. They're just they're just constantly buying out. Uh, other companies to increase their roster of games, as it were. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. That's that's what I had in the way of news and new releases today. And uh, the main thing that I wanted to talk about today, and I brought Ben on because he's he's the reason I um I was able to try this game and play it. Is I wanted to talk about Everdell. Yeah. So uh, I should have had this on handy, but I'm just going to search it up <laughs> to quickly give myself some reminders. So Everdell is designed by James A. Wilson and published by Starling Games. And Everdell is a worker placement tableau building game with a with a quite a cute theme of that you're playing these anthropomorphic animals as you're in this charming valley village sort of thing and you're building your own small little township um, trying to just get the most points essentially um, yeah and it, it's a very it's a very simple game um, like just in, if you think of the basics of your turn on your turn you take one action and you have the choice of either placing a worker down on a spot to do a whatever action that spot has on it, playing a card from either your hand or from a shared display of cards, or if there's no actions left that you want to do, you can choose to prepare for the next season, which you just then gain all your workers back, gain the kind of end of round bonuses that may be for that season, um, and then gain any other bonuses that may be on your cards in front of you. And so yeah. the game is it's very in the basics of it it's just it's very simple it's it's easy to teach the only hard part that I've had teaching this is just explaining the different kinds of cards and when they activate but once you've got your head around it 
it's um, very simple. But the the kind of where the strategy comes in is in the way of there's a lot of different cards, like a lot. Um, I've played it four times now, and I don't think I've seen all the cards. Um, and they have lots of different combinations. And so the and the cards are cut into multiple categories, but all the categories fit within these two categories of either it's a critter or it's a um, construct. Con- construct, yeah, construction. Yeah. Um, so essentially, it's either a place or a, a person, um, but they're they're all animals, as I said. So it's a critter, and each critter has a construction that it belongs to. And if you build the construction first, you can always play that critter for free instead of paying its resources cost. Yeah. And then you just you just put this tiny little door token on the card to show that that card has been used because each card can only be used once to do that. Hmm. Um, and each card then has a bonus, and some cards have a bonus when you play them. Some cards have a bonus at the end of the round. Some cards have a bonus when you do a particular action, like when you play a critter, draw a card, or when you, you know, when you uh, gain berries, always gain one extra berry, or something like that. And they all work around each other, so it's all, all about trying to find the best uh, system that that works that you makes all your actions work better so that when you do one action instead of it just doing this you know it's increased and able to do better and when you build a particular thing you know you're getting the best bang for your buck as it were yeah it's a it's a really cool game um how many times have you played it ben um as a proper game i would Say around probably that four or five times mark. Yeah. Yeah. What, so not, what not do you mean heaps, as like a, as a proper game? Well, I know that you when you got it, you played it by yourself to try it out. I uh, I haven't yes, done I that. <laughs> um. So yeah, I. I mean, like a proper more than two player game. Um, um, I have actually, I've actually only played two-player games or one-player game. So I played one game by myself, and it does have a, a proper solo mode. So I wasn't just, um, you know, <laughs> playing yeah, two-handed yeah. or whatever. But um, I wasn't really able to get the proper feel with it, and it wasn't till I played a game with my dad and then my mum and then um, my dad again that I was able to really understand how it worked and um, and kind yeah. of figure it out. Takes takes a few goes to get your head around all of the little yeah. things that you can do because all the cards kind of start to work together if you use them properly and boost yeah. your boost your score just by the way that they fit in and just work together. Yeah, I I definitely I the first time when I played by myself I really didn't like wasn't really getting any bonuses from my cards. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't building the right cards that were helping me and and. And wasn't you know wasn't thinking oh I've got these cards if I build these cards you know it will it will you know boost that or whatever I was kind of just building at random and I really didn't do that well yeah. and not only didn't did I not do that well but I also didn't have that much fun yeah um, fair enough yeah but 
after playing it with my dad, so my second game, I didn't do that well again. I lost. I mean, actually, I've lost all four games that I've mm. played, but um, I understood it a lot better, and I I was able to to get things working and um, get things going. And um, yeah, it's it's to me it's a good mix between. It makes me think of uh, Seven Wonders, which is a drafting game where you're you're passing cards around the table and playing them out in front of you and building a tableau like you do in this one. Um, and then it also makes me think of uh, uh, Stone Age. And oh, Stone yeah. Age, Stone Age is a game where you um, you're all playing different tribes people in the Stone Age, and you're trying to make your tribe the best tribe there is, and and the most successful and and survivable. And so you're building houses and stuff. And just in Stone Age, mostly what you do on your turn is you place some workers, and then afterwards you gain resources for those workers that you placed. And that's yeah. how most of the, the worker placement works in Everdell. You just place a worker and you grab three berries. Or you place a worker and you grab a pebble. Mm. Um, but then the other side, which is the Seven Wonders side of it, is you play you can play a card and pay the resources for that. Um, and build that card. Yeah, to, to, to build that card. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's a really fun game. And it's very... As far as I'm aware from the four plays, there is one card, which is kind of like a stuff you card. Yeah. You know? And that's a skunk. <laughs> yeah, and, the um, fool. Yeah, the fool. And even then, it's not like it's not a terrible card. You're not going to, well, probably not going to absolutely ruin someone's game by playing it. You're just going to make it a little bit harder for them to to win. Essentially, what it does yeah. is is you pay the resources to build the fool and you build it in someone else's uh, city that they're building. And it gives them minus two points at the end of the game. And it also... Be three. Uh, minus two, minus three, whatever. Um, and, and But it also it also takes a space up in their city. So you can only build, I think, 15 things? Yeah, I think 15, which seems like Fif- a lot, but you run and, out. But at youth, yeah, you, that's the thing. You think at the start of the game, oh yeah, I've got a space for 15, that's fine, I'm not going to run out. Um, you actually end up running out pretty, like, you get to a point where you go, oh, I have two spaces left, I really need to build the best thing I can, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to start wasting my actions just because I can build this for free or whatever. Um, yeah, no, I 100% found that when I played yeah. as well. <laughs> Um, the first time I played with Dad, actually, we had to we had to backtrack a few turns because we realized he had built, um, I think, uh, eighteen things or something. Oh right, yeah. He, he hadn't formatted them on the table in the way of like rows of five, right? Yeah. And so, but because we we're kind of uh, pressed for table space, yeah. So it was stretched a bit out, so it wasn't quite as easy to see that he had done more than fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, then we just had to backtrack a few turns, take a few resources back, and all that sort of thing, and um, uh, and then yeah, and then after that, we we had to you know he really had to think hard about about what he was going to do 
yeah. you know, what he's going to build, realizing that he didn't, he only had one space left after we had taken, you know, some turns back. And so it's, it's, yeah, I think it's a really good game that I don't think there's much more really to say about it, about it. Cause it's, it's really quite simple and, and it's, um, it's just the, your decisions is the hard part of it is choosing the right decision, choosing the right achievement that you're going to go for. Um, you know the right combo that you're going yeah. to do. Yeah, because I pl- I played a game the other day with um I think there were three of us playing, me, my dad, and my stepmom. Um, mm-hmm. and I thought I was doing really really good because in in Everdell you can by the by the end of all the rounds uh, you'll have completed tasks that are preset and um and. Oh, they're kind of set up at the at the top of the the ever tree, which is a big addition to the board that mm. looks really cool. Um, I had completed all but just a couple of those, which is worth a lot of points. Yeah. But Talina, my stepmom, had um, had the way that her engine had worked with all her cards working together is, whenever we did something, it would give her victory points. In the form oh, of tokens. Okay. Um, so every time we did yep. something or certain things, it would give her little tokens for victory points. And she had a pile of like 30 tokens at the end of the game, along with what she'd built, the bonuses from those. And so I had a good score, but she had a really, really good score. <laughs> and I was just yep, upset. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so yeah, um... It's a good game, and you can think that you're doing really good, but by the end you're like, oh, wow, I didn't notice that they were doing that kind of mm. thing. There's just so many different ways of playing that can get you so many different amounts of points. You just kind of got to go with what's best at the time. Yeah, yeah, it's very much a... Uh, um, you can form a strategy and think around you know what what the best thing to do but it is also very just a, a tactical game in that you got to think of what you can do on your you know when when it comes to your turn because you know certain cards that you may have wanted may be gone by that point or the spot that you wanted to go to may be gone so you can't necessarily plan out your whole round and um expect it to go uh you know easy peasy for you yeah yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, the, the the few games that I've played, I did really badly in the first few, but I did yep. manage to get a good game in the last one that I played, um, which mm-hmm. was fun. I was, I, don't get me wrong, I still had a lot of fun, Yeah. and doing well was. It, it's, it's quite rewarding when you manage to get a good score, um, and see all those cards working together in the end, but yeah, I didn't quite do well enough. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is it is fun. Like like I said, the first game I played solo, I didn't have that much fun. But I, I really think it just has a solo mode because they thought, ah, we'll just kind of slap it on there, right? Yeah, extra um, selling point. Yeah. Some games have a brilliant solo mode, like um, Wingspan is one, for example, uh, Circadian's First Light. Those both have... I, I will happily set those up and, and play them solo. Um but this one just it was just uh, it was pretty basic you couldn't really you know it didn't have the same feel to it and so i didn't really enjoy that but the other games even though i did terribly i had still got my engine kind of working and 
and got the cards, you know, working for me. And, and so it felt satisfying. Um, and yeah, and I enjoyed it. So overall, I think it's a brilliant game. It, it got a, a lot of buzz when it came out. Um, uh, I believe it, it won quite a few awards. Let me yeah, just have a look down wouldn't, here. Wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. Uh, 2019 Origins Game Award for Best Board Game oh, nominee, so it didn't get it. So it it, yeah. it won quite a few... It was nominated for Best Board Game in, in quite a few categories and, you know, yeah. um, and shows and stuff. It, I, I don't think it won any, just looking here. But, but still, even, even that, with how many games come out each year, to be nominated is is still quite a big thing if you think about it you know yeah like hundreds yeah. upon hundreds of games come out each year so to be able to to go up that high to to be nominated as an option for one of the best games of the year yeah um is amazing and and it's on board game geek it's ranked 33 overall yeah so so that's that's pretty impressive yeah. um yeah and overall i really like it um and you, Ben, you seem to like it. Yeah, no, I I really enjoy that game. Um, as I say, it's a it's a rewarding game when you get to mm. the end and you see mm. what what it's all pulled together. Um, and I like that about it. Um, and it's also just fun to play. It's it's not a game that you can be mean to anyone as such. Besides, obviously, the one card that we mentioned earlier. But there's no way of really harming other people besides taking what they want before the, before they can get it and playing that one card so yeah it's, it's a good little well not that little fun game yeah no it is good it is very good i look forward to to hopefully playing a few more games um it's not my copy that i have been playing it's in fact ben's dad's copy um who you can find by the way on instagram at Board games in baking. Board games in baking, yeah. Yeah, but it's not in, is it? It's an in. It's like board games in baking. Might be and. Give me one second, I'll find out. Shout out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Rodney and Talina. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the in the description below. Um, but yeah, thanks for letting me borrow the game. I've had a lot of fun with it, and I'll I'll play a few more times since you're in no rush to get it back. Um, nah, he doesn't seem to be. It's been <laughs> playing a lot of Gloomhaven lately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So other than that, that was Everdale by uh, James something something and published by Starling Games. I don't remember the designer's name. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I've got a few things coming up this month. I've got a board game night coming up at the end of the month, which will be classic board games. Ooh. And um, I'm quite excited for that. That should be quite fun because I should get to play some games that I haven't played in a while, like um, Catan or um, uh, my mind's blank on other classic games. Catan, Puerto Rico, Alhambra, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Might even see if I can borrow Carcassonne and and um, oh yeah, that'll be and good. bring that, which would be good. Um, hopefully. One thing that I would like to do that I'd like to get round to is I would like to get Ben over sometime. We've been meaning to get together and do a good old uh, just 
dueling session of Dice Masters, Force of Will, um, that sort of thing, play those sort of games. Yeah, it's uh, been a hot minute. Been a hot has, minute since we it did. It has been a long while since we've managed to do that. Yeah, and, probably because uh, of the whole thing of you moving and I've yeah. been real busy in my uh, th- job. There's and been stuff a lot lately. on that has that has kept us from doing it, but we need to get back into it. Yeah, especially since I just... may have recently bought a whole bunch of dice masters. Yeah, just <laughs> just maybe, just maybe. <laughs> I haven't even laid eyes on it yet, so. Uh, that that's I've been having a good fun, uh, good fun time sorting through all the stuff that I got. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, other than that, uh, there's nowhere that the listeners can find you online, is there, Ben? Well, I have an Instagram, but it's private. Um, so other, other than that, not really. <laughs> not really. You can check out him on um, our other podcast, Up and Go with Muffins. Um, we had him on to talk about Viscounts of the West Kingdom. I may yep. actually even just post that episode on here. I've kind of just going to keep it in supply for if I don't manage to get an episode episode out one week i'll just post that on here instead um yep. and then he was also on for a main episode where we just talked about board games in general and we it was a, it was a really good talk and if you like board games i recommend you check it out um all of that will be in the description below and other than that ben thank you for joining me on the show no worries no worries thank you for having me and listeners thank you for listening so goodbye see ya